All right, guys, so we're back with segment two. Um, so, look, I was having a conversation with a good good friend of mine by the name of uh, Justin Smith. Shout out to Jay. Um, if you guys don't know, Justin is the one that really introduced me to cryptocurrency some time ago. And I've, I've actually had him on the show. If you go to some of my earlier um, episodes, I think maybe in the, I want to say in the teens, um, I had a chance to kind of interview him and have a conversation um, about cryptocurrency. And so we were talking today. Uh, we were looking at doing some potential business together. And we were talking today about um, the idea of kind of how the ICO and the cryptocurrency markets are very reminiscent of the dot-com boom and for those who are listening the millennials who may not have remembered what was going on during the dot-com boom but you had all these different dot-com companies that were popping up that were supposedly solving all these different solutions and they were getting so much money that was flooding into each one of these different uh, businesses and um, a lot of those businesses, a lot of those IPOs and businesses that were dot coms, they literally just fell to the wayside and just failed. And it was only really a handful or so that survived this dot com boom and dot com bust. And so we were talking today about how a lot of the stuff that's going on in the ICO markets feel very reminiscent of this climb and how capital so much capital is flowing into these different ideas a lot of these ideas y'all are, are just ideas they're not even um technologies that have, have been built already if i had to talk from a perspective of someone having an idea that's a tech-based idea and saying all right well we know we can put it on the blockchain let's just raise capital so raising capital as you um, have started to see, is now being done, um, not exclusively, but a lot of capital is being raised through offering these ICOs. And I mean, there's definitely a positive push to positive play to do it that way because, you know, imagine before being able to raise an ICO, you had to go to a bank. Well, the bank has these regulations. They have these red tape. You got to have this. You got to have that. And, of course, you never have everything. So you don't get funding. And then if you're lucky enough to have a business running you and you need funding, maybe you go to the private equity group. Private equity group has these different terms. Or the venture capital group have these different terms and policies. So you still had to deal with these gatekeepers when it comes to finance, when it comes to access and capital. Well, now with the creation of, you know, the blockchain and cryptocurrency, you now can have an idea. All right. You can have a business and you can literally raise capital by offering your business or your idea up as an ICO. And so it's a two edged sword. You have ICOs that are getting funded that. You know, I mean, it could be argued that it's really not solving a major problem. Or you have ICOs that are getting funded 
and you still got to scratch your head and try to figure out what problem they are solving to begin with. So we were talking today, Justin and I were talking and I said, look, man, I think I have a, I have a hunch and my hunch on this, my idea is that in the future, as it's happening in real time, you will see more businesses that will be getting funded, more more businesses that are not necessarily techni- technical-based businesses, but just regular, you know, um, I don't want to say mom and pop, but regular, you know, understandable businesses, like whether you're starting a, a, a clothing line or a retail store or you have a business that you that you create a service, you're going to see more and more businesses in the future that instead of them going through the bank route or instead of them trying to go through private equity or venture capital, they're going to have the option and they're going to have the ability to do ICOs. And so that process of being able to allow a small business with an idea or someone who has um, a business that needs capital you're going to start seeing more businesses actually get onto the blockchain and offer shares or equity in their company by offering a coin in their company. And this is a, a, a tectonic shift from shift from what we've seen just with traditional finance. And if you think about it, everybody wins particularly if it's a business that's a valuable business that is something that everybody already understands how it works. So um, as we were talking, we were trying to come up with the, well, well, we were having a, a discussion about how a lot of these cryptocurrencies could very well just not survive because there's, they're, they're either solving a problem that hasn't is not really a major problem yet but maybe will be a major pro- problem or they just are not viable to begin with and so you're going to see um, companies that are going to rise and fall through these ICOs but my hunch is that the companies that are coming up with problem solving and it's based on either it being backed by physical assets or a company that actually makes cash flow. These are the companies that you're going to see that are going to survive whatever downturn that we're going to see in the future when it comes to cryptocurrency slash ICOs. Case in point example is Amazon. Look what Amazon did. Amazon came through that era of the dot-com boom when everyone actually fell to the wayside, Amazon stayed around. And you ask yourself, how were they able to survive? The reality is this. Amazon was able to survive because Amazon was doing a very simplified business at the time. This is way before, you know, we could go and buy everything on Amazon. They, Their business model was buying books online. That's it. They were making cash. They were providing something that was different, but it was very it was a very simple concept of being able to buy books online. Now we fast forward today, they're this mega company, but they were able to survive 
in the onset by just having something that was tangible and a physical service that people can connect to and be able to um, um, be able to uh, um, understand. So, um, and I think that kind of business model when it comes to ICO startups, uh, as we progress into the future of these ICOs and cryptocurrency developments, those are going to be the cryptocurrencies. Those are going to be the ICOs that are going to work and are going to stand, stand the test of time. It's still early to see if this hypothesis uh, that I've, I'm coming up with is going to um, materialize enough to be able to see if it's actually true. But think about it. With everyone saying, well, what is cryptocurrency back behind? What's the real value? When you have these types of dialogues and conversations, it's so much easier to say, hey, you have a coin, but guess what? This coin is backed by this gas station that we're opening because now we have an ICO to open up all these different gas stations. You actually have a piece of ownership in this particular gas station. You know, it's easier to be able to attach that type of value because that gas station ultimately is going to make cash. And as we sit right there, right, right here today and talk, cash is still king and cash is still the most understandable currency that we know at this point in time in history. So that's basically my take, y'all. I, I just felt like I wanted to talk about that because it was something that I've been um something that I've been 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 thinking more and more about. So I'm gonna start doing some more shows that's gonna focus on companies and ideas that may be still using technology, but it has a more practical solution or more or it's, it's solving a more practical problem, a more practical everyday problem. And maybe it's applying some level of technology to do that, but it's also something that potentially is also cash flowing and um, is a service that's being provided that people can actually attach themselves to and can relate to. So look out for that. Of course, make sure to continue to follow us on Facebook and Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, you know, Instagram is my favorite platform to be on. Um, although I'm kind of limited with pictures, I still try to find pictures that kind of you know connect the story and the shows. All right, we're also on Twitter and you know, you know, of course, Facebook, and also with the YouTube. Make sure you go over to the YouTube channel, check out the replays. Uh, if you don't want to listen to us on the phone, you can you know just dial into your smartphone or your smart TV or even your laptop, and you can just type in CryptoSense on the YouTube, and you can you can listen to the replays that we put up there as well. Okay, so look, um, tomorrow we're back on it, and let's see what we got. But look, until next time, get back to your day. Thank you for listening to me yap about crypto, and we'll be back at you tomorrow. Holla back.